And with that hammy call, it is time for another episode of a Swing and a Tribe podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mike Voorhees, and alongside me via Zoom, the man, the myth, the legend, Brent Spillin. What is going on, B. Spills? Mikey V, I don't know about all that uh, man, the myth, the legend, but what I do know, we are in a better mood than we were last week at this time. What a difference a week makes. We were on a seven-game losing streak, and the night we recorded, they actually lost again the second game to the Cubs. But here we are, a week later, drying out our crying towels. And not only are we going to talk about uh, the, the Indians, what they've won, six out of seven? I think that's what it is? Yep, four in a row. All right, but to talk with us about this awesome uh, resilience of this team that's come back from that uh, terrible losing streak... We have Gabriella Cruz with us again. Gab, what is up? Not too much, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Man, it's awesome having you on again. But I know it's probably a lot different for you than it is for us this time of year. <laughs> so what has been it going sure on? Is. You know, it's crazy. Nobody thought that like I could hype up a bunch of cardboard cutouts this <laughs> season. <laughs> if anybody could do so it. So I'm not at the ballpark. I know. I was like, you guys are underestimating me. I mean, we could get these cardboard cutouts out of their seats, baby. Um, but no, yeah, it is. It's definitely been a different season for me. I've been sort of just like on the outside looking in, but that's kind of been all of us too. This year has definitely been a different for like every sport, football, basketball, baseball. It's just weird not seeing fans. And Gab, I think it would be awesome if they had you at the stadium right now talking to the cardboard cutouts because for home entertainment value, you know, we would love to see it. Why are they not letting you do that? You know, like it's crazy because I, I feel like I'm confident in my abilities to uplift fans, cardboard or human flesh. Um, <laughs> but you know, with all the changes this year, it makes sense. Like they basically cut back a lot and, you know, I thought maybe we might be able to do something digitally, you know? Mm-hmm to simulate being at the game but I think it's sort of a cluster and they had to get things going they just went the most simplistic route and it made sense so we're all kind of in the same boat bunch of my scoreboard buddies and I um you know they cut down the team to just a handful of people really so at least I'm not alone here and I'm still keeping track a little bit and it's been a nice um in a way it's been nice because the pandemic in general, you've kind of just taken a step back and slow it down a little bit. But at the same time, I've picked up some other odd gigs. So I still feel like I'm scrambling around, but I do miss the structure of baseball, obviously, and all the fun people at the ballpark. That's awesome. So what have you been doing? Um, so I am assistant coaching at my high school for the cross country team. Oh, nice. And that's nice. been a lot of fun. Yes, our team is pretty good. So I've been doing that. And I still do commercial work and some feature work with Channel 19. Actually, we do some feature segments. I'll be at Mapleside Farms coming up. Great season for it, too. Yeah. Um, and what else? There's something on this. And Oh, I'm doing some social media work for Sweet Designs. It's a chocolate company in Lakewood. And I uh, handle a lot of their marketing slash social media. So I've filled in in that capacity. And then... Um, some spokesperson work for like a 
a wine company. Just add things. It's called Fun Wine, but it's really cool. I get to cre- come up with creative stuff like Fun Fact Friday, and somehow they're paying me for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, you get to do so many cool, fun things. Mike, would that be fun to do a lot, some of that? It would be, absolutely. I mean, I've, I'm doing color commentary for Friday Night High School Football. Well, that's right. You are doing some of that. Yeah. Oh, see, that's fun. Uh, yes, it is. I'm working for a radio station out of Alliance, and I've gotten to, oh, my goodness, so many great games so far. And I just found out that when the playoffs start in October, I'll be doing games on Friday night and Saturday night. Ooh, all right. So that's awesome. Yeah, Alliance, they've got to like their football because Mount Union is over there too. Yep. So, Gab, you singing? You still singing? <laughs> yeah, I do actually have one song I'm almost done with. Um, it's just been crazy. i got to get back in the studio. It's, it's basically been done for like a year. Um, but, yeah, I'm still singing. My sister will tell you I never shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, I've been doing like parody stuff too lately. So I don't know. (laughs) The pandemic has gotten to me. I probably have, at times, I probably have too much time on my hands. And then other times I'm like, I can't breathe. (laughs) No, I hear you on the pandemic thing. Like when we were home for a while, I had a buddy, he had his 40th birthday. And so I was like, man, what am I going to do? So like, and he's a big 90s like music guy. So I put together some like hits from the 90s and had my daughter record me like lip syncing and dancing took about four hours to complete and edit but send it to him it was but that i was like i'm losing my mind but it was one of the funnest things, times i had wait a minute i i've yet I to see, i haven't seen this video can we can i see it I you gonna send it to me i don't know i don't know if i want to release it <laughs> uh, okay oh that's amazing yeah some, we did a similar family thing that's cool cool well shifting gears to uh baseball here so gab what has been your overall impression so far about the indians Oh, for a second there, I was worried about just our hitting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like Fran Mill was the only one making contact there for a minute, but it's good to see Jose being his true self, you know what I mean? Um, and he's just lighting it up, and I think everybody is that energy that's starting to come around, you know what I mean? When the clubhouse just gets that wave of energy you can, oh, yeah. you can sense that yeah. that's been happening i mean you even just we even just saw with jordan luplo no he hasn't been having the best season uh batting under 200 or whatever but even he got to the plate and he was juiced about hitting that home run and being in the moment for that walk-off winner was that last night jeez the time yeah. is just flying by yeah yeah well, so and Gab obviously talking about Jose Ramirez. He has literally carried the offense on his back for the last, what, week plus. It, right. We have run straight through him, offensively, defensively. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, everybody's kind of rallying around him. Yeah, without his bat, we're not in this thing. So it, it's been exciting to see him sort of explode. It is, I love watching the end of the games when he's like the player of the game and Andre Knott's talking to him. And every time he's like, the last thing he says is like, what was that? What was that home run pitch? You know, or was that last pitch or with the pitch yeah. hit the home run? However he words it, he's always like, it's a home run pitch, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what pitch that. was that? You know, <laughs> yeah, you it. know, bro. So we were the ta- home run pitch. Yeah. So Brent, we were, we were talking about the Indians. Let's get Gab's uh, insight on the, the big trade that happened. Mm. Sending Mike Clevenger out West and, 
getting a few pieces back. What was your initial reaction when you heard the news? You know, at first I was like, hmm, I don't know like what we really quite got in return for Clev. But at the same time, um, it's like a, it's almost like you can't doubt the Indians because they're so good at developing players or kind of having the foresight, you know what I mean, to to develop players. So I was like, they must know something I didn't. Because, you know, I was just trying to look at Naylor and uh, some of the research. I'm like, hmm, interesting what we got in return. But I'm sure they, they know more than I do. It didn't seem like it was a huge, like, oh, we got some real – stars studded you know what I mean in return but at the same time the trade sort of made sense too because I feel like my impression with the Indians just being a part of the organization they're they're pretty clean cut they like to keep people around who are going to be a positive influence in the clubhouse and not saying club's a bad person or anything but they're they're pretty hardcore about you know uh just keeping good all around people around you saw with Trevor Bauer it's like he threw the ball over the thing last year and it was almost like the next week he was traded so uh it wasn't really a surprise for me <laughs> yeah when we talked about this like I wasn't thrilled with it because I, I was worried that you know we're win now mode and I thought moving Clev off was going to hurt us in the you know the short term but be beneficial in the long run but I don't know the way it's it's paying off right now I mean Cal Quantrill you know he's a middle reliever but he did what four innings to what two a couple nights ago mike i think in a start and he did four scoreless i mean he only gave right. up two, he only gave up two hits uh, he, yeah we, three prospects you know and naylor like you mentioned earlier yeah but i don't know and then isn't clevenger hurt yeah he did oh, something is to, he? yeah he did something to his bicep so the padres are a little worried that uh he could miss the postseason depending on how severe it is he's got to go get an mri Oh, can you imagine? That would have been oh, devastating. That's crazy. I... Oh, Man. yeah, I didn't know that. Unfortunately, it's baseball. I mean, look what happened to Kluber. He gets dealt to Texas and throws one scoreless inning, and then he's done for the season. So, mm. I mean, it, it happens. Injuries are a part of the game. And, you know, Clev's now had, Clev has a history now of injuries. So, that, you know, San Diego knew what they were getting into. Uh, yeah, it was, probably, it was worth the risk for them probably because they want to win. You know, they've been they haven't played well for a long time. Right. Uh, but like, kind of like how you're talking about Gab, like we somehow always like get these prospects and bring them up and develop them, especially our pitching. You know, so that's why like I'm so, I'm confident in this front office. They're like probably the one the man probably one of the top front offices in all the sports, not necessarily just baseball. Um, oh so, yeah, they're so, ex- so good. Yeah, it's ex- exciting. Right. So I'm so I'm excited for that. You know, but, but the conversation always, I feel like when we talk about what the, what are the Indians going to do in the future is it always turns to Frankie, you know, do you think, <laughs> do you think that, you know, obviously Frankie started off a little slower to start the season. He's been picking it up, but you're, I don't know. I feel like fans are just already pulling away from him. Do you get that sense or is that just me? You know, it's interesting. <laughs> I wonder if it's a protective measure too, just for our emotional sake, mm-hmm. because we yep. have gotten so close to him. This fan base has idolized him and loved him since day one, embraced him fully and gotten so close that I wonder if this, there might be a small detachment period happening where we're trying to like, maybe some folks are trying to emotionally detach in a way in preparation for what may happen in the future. Um, that could be part of it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Cause I, I do know, you know, baseball, it's about, it's about money. You know, these guys, 
you can play for big paychecks out there. So, I mean, I understand from an athlete perspective and agent perspective and things like that, uh, the reality of, uh, what he's probably hunting for and whatnot. And what we traditionally as a organization are used to shelling out. Um, so, and just re realistically, you know, we're not one of these big market teams. So, um, yeah, maybe people are coming to a little bit of an acceptance and I don't know that they're moving on from Frankie. Who's going to move on from this guy, yeah. but, but maybe there's a little distance there. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I have to admit, I'm, I'm kind of like that. I'm not like, Oh, I'm done with you, Frankie, but it is, I'm kind of pulling away. It's like, yeah, I'm protecting myself. Cause I don't want to be hurt. I know it's coming. And then like, then, but then everything's like <laughs> exaggerated. So like when he hits into another double play or he gets thrown out, I feel like he's got thrown out a little more this year. They were trying to steal. And I'm like, oh, why couldn't you get some guy home with, you know, when we had somebody in scoring position? I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. I'm like finding ways to like not, not, I guess not, not, not like him, if that makes sense. But I'm trying to like, yeah, push myself yeah. away and protect myself. And it's so hard because I want him here. But like, I understand the business of baseball. I mean, he's not going to be. And I don't know. Do you think they'll trade him in the offseason? Or do you think they'll keep him and see what happens next year? That's a great question. I mean, if it's the, I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't try to keep him for like as long as possible. You know what I mean? But, but then again, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't have that type of business cap either. And there's yeah. probably timing and certain things that go into it. So wouldn't it be a huge shock if they re-signed him oh, this yeah. off season? Do you think it's, <laughs> do you think it's possible that they could be working on this and behind the scenes and, you know, we come to well, find well, out. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the crazy thing is Frankie's always said, now I don't know if he's just putting on a front for the public or whatever, but um, he's always said he really loves Cleveland, and I really think he does. So I would think that they would try to the best of their ability to work something out, and, and if it's just absolutely can't be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the same team, remember, that shelled out money for Edwin Encarnacion back in, what, 2016 True. and shocked the world when we signed him. So I think it's possible. They don't have a ton of payroll obligation to where they couldn't afford a big salary. I was going to say, I don't think so. I was going to say, I do not think that they're going to keep him. But I don't think they're working at it behind the scenes. I think they, they're trying to be professional about it. Frankie's trying to be professional about it uh, because this payroll, they're cutting and cutting. I mean, realistically, next season, I think like Carrasco and Ramirez will be like the only players potentially to be paid over a million dollars because they can, they probably won't uh, take uh, Brad hands option. They probably won't pick that up. It's like 10 million. Uh, Carlos Santana. I love slam Tana. I, I would like him to be here, but hit, I mean, I don't hit what's his number 20 million or somewhere 20, around there. He's a free agent after this year. It's not, there's not, oh, okay. There's no option. No, he's it's his, it's a $20 million contract. It expires at the end of the season. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, uh, I don't and who knows what they're gonna do in the offseason. Don't forget about Bieber. He makes he's got some money. He's got a good contract. He's not he's still like he's not making he's not even arbitration. It's a it's a, it's a friendly contract, is what I'm saying. Oh, I was like, they're don't forget going about to have to pay him at some point. Not next season. Yeah. I don't think next offseason though. No, it's coming. I think two years, maybe three. I think he's arbitration eligible for two years. To your point, Mike, yeah, we, we did. 2017 that was a good christmas present when we got encarnacion but i'm wondering you know that's coming off of a world series year 
And this is like, we're coming off of a pandemic year. Mm, you got to imagine some of these, these organizations lost money over this stuff. And then I don't know if this is in the works, but if we're really going to change our name as an organization and stuff, that's going to cost a pretty, pretty penny. I don't know if that's going to happen, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, it just comes down to the financial state of things too. Cause don't you get some kind of, you get some bonuses and perks and things when you're in the world series. And that was like four years ago. We might not be, but then again, I don't know exactly everything financially at this point for the team. Those are great points. Yeah, absolutely. The COVID situation, the whole yeah. 60 game season, no fans. There's no money coming in, especially for the Indians who don't right. spend. Yeah, that well, has to play in there, there. There's money coming in from their TV contract. That's about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, in the baseball, the, the playoffs, like, you know, they'll be, show, they'll be getting big money uh, from, you know, the networks that are airing the broadcast of the playoff games. But still, yeah, plus with the name change, we know that's coming within the next year or two. That's it. I don't know. It's so hard. It's like we always have, like, I wish we could just talk more, like, about their team for next season. They're all coming back, you know, but, like, it's just not realistic. Uh, That's just not how it works in a small market. Right. Your your future first baseman's currently in left field, and that's why they traded for him. I think Naylor becomes our first baseman of the future if they don't bring Santana back, which I don't see them. I think it's a it's a play. I looked up his contract. It is a team option for okay. 2021 for 20 million dollars. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, oh, that makes okay. So we didn't do Kipnis's. We traded Kluber before his option kicked in. I the Indians aren't bringing him back at that kind of money. But like I said earlier, the front office is they're brilliant, you know, and they make it yeah. happen. So like I just trust him until there's no reason for us not to trust him. I mean, right. You can't bat a you know a thousand with every single move they make, but they are they're batting for a pretty high average right now. Yeah, they're going to develop some young people. This will be interesting to see how things pan out. We just might be turning a page in our chapter. Is it's crazy because 2016 doesn't seem that long ago. We've still got a seems like a handful of guys from that squad on our team now, um, but. But yeah, I think the important thing is to soak it in now because who knows <laughs> what the what next season will look like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, considering the World Series starts in a couple weeks, and I know, you know what October twentieth. It's it's going to be really weird. It feels like the season just started, and now we're all of a sudden right. coming to a stop. Well, that's because it did just start. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but before that. before we wrap up here, Gab, what what do you think the Indians are going to do in the playoffs? What's going to happen? How far are they going to go if they go anywhere? What do you think? Oh, man. Guys, we just really got to if – we, if we've come this far, I know we've kind of stumbled our way in so far. But although it still could be interesting. What do we have, four games left to play? Yeah. Or three. No, four, four starting yep. today. And I don't know what the score is right now. But if we sweep the White Sox and then we play, what, the Pirates? Yeah. Um, yep. We, we still have a chance to clinch – the AL Central. Yeah, that sounds yeah. crazy. Um, yeah. Just thinking so a week ago. We, I know. And if we do that, like if we come in with so much momentum, things could get weird like they did in 2016 where we just keep rolling <laughs> yeah. and yeah. rolling. I really don't want it to be one of those things where we just come this round, we putter out. That's all I know. I've never been a Cincinnati Reds fan, but that's who the Minnesota Twins finished the season against. 
Okay, so they're gonna Trevor have... Trevor Bauer, you better help yeah. us out. That's all I'm saying. I know, Bauer. Do some work. He knows what the twins have been to us. Exactly. Been to him in his career, so all right, Mike, this is an important question for you. Yeah. Now, I, pro- I bring this up probably too often because I just won't let it die. Let me see. But- Hold on. I can probably stop you. We're either going to talk about me sleeping through Game 7 of the World Series or yeah. <laughs> I, oh, my yeah. love for Carlos Gonzalez. Which one, which one is it this time? The first one. So, in this case, obviously, <laughs> the Rajay Davis home run. I bring up – probably, I hope – Blisters aren't bored with this because I bring it up off. It's just funny. I just still can't believe it. It still has not sunk in that you did. Anyways, now the Indians, the playoffs are starting next week, Mike. Are you going to be able to stay up for every game? They're going to be later. I'm going to. My my hope is that my work schedule levels out a bit. I can come home and get a nap in. And then I will listen to the games. I will listen to the audio. I will listen to Tom Hamilton. That's the only way I'm going to do it. You can do it. Yeah, your work schedule should not matter. This is playoffs. You, you got to suck uh, it up, okay, man. I'll you got to be a little tired, okay? You get up at 4 in the morning and we'll talk, okay? I will. For the Indians, I will. Okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll hold you to that. Uh, you know I love you, man. I know. It's all I in just- fun. I if just, there's a game seven, I'm not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll just stay up. I did it for the Cavs in 2016. I'll do it for the. I'll, probably, I'll, I'll do it for over. the Indians in. 2016. Yes. Yeah, we'll do it, man. Why not? So our predictions earlier in the season, Gab, before it started, I said the Indians would make it to the ALCS and lose there. Mike says it's World Series or bust. What are your predictions? Hmm. You you think ALCS? Well, well, what, what, you know what? This is 2020. Wouldn't that be just, I just feel like we are going to go to the world series. Cause it's just been the weir- weirdest year of all time. And like, and we looked like for the longest second there that we are, we didn't have bats, blah, blah, blah. We tried Clevenger. It was all weird. And then it was like, it looked like this was going to be such a dud. And now we're gathering steam and Jose's on fire. We have Shane Bieber, please guys that are looking good. Carrasco and okay. What if we just went all the way? I think we could go all the way. We're going to win the World Series. What if we do Oh, <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it a lot. You guys got to go bold. Go crazy. It's, the, it's a weird year. I'm thinking it could go either way. It's a total bust or we're going all the way. Okay. See, Brent, I told you I, I like Gabby. She's agreeing with me. It's World Series or bust, baby. I know. I know. I was bu- <laughs> World I was... Series or bust. I think maybe it is. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. What is it? What is it? It's now four to one. Uh, uh, White Sox. Uh, Please, okay, that's fine. Please, yeah. out of the game. Cam Hill is is in. So. Oh man, I had a. It's bad okay. Game. Three out of four against the White Sox. I'll take it. Right. All right. Yeah. Right. That's sweep, what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And then we sweep Pittsburgh. Go into the playoffs, and we're on a roll. If we play Oakland or if we move up, I'm all for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, once again, Gab, thank you for coming on. We always love having you. Hopefully, you, you know, we have you on again either later this season or next year that you're back in the stadium doing your thing. You know what I mean? So we appreciate you coming on. I know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Let's enjoy this playoff run. And like you said, let's do World Series or bust. Come on. Like, <laughs> like, 
like Tom Hamilton said, let's make it an October to remember. That's right. Yes. That's right. Come let's on. go, Tribe. Yep, it'll be playoff time. We'll be discussing the, the playoffs. We'll do a playoff show here in probably a week, and maybe we'll have Gab on when we win the World Series. During Game 7, we'll have her on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll During Game 7, just to hold you accountable, Mike. That's right. I will buy a That's case right. of Red Bull to stay awake that entire night. <laughs> I promise. Awesome stuff. All right, well, everybody, awesome. have a well, great thank night. You guys. Yeah, yep, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Gab, for coming you on. Too. No problem. We'll, see you later. We'll see you later. Who keeps you cheering year after year? Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Who's got the best?